This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And the theme for this week is Love Not the World. And we'd like to start by reading out of a book entitled Love Not the World by Watchman Nee. This was written in the mid-1950s, so we're talking about a book written over 50 or 60 years ago, and you can imagine that things have gotten a lot worse since then. I'm going to be reading beginning on page 11 in this book. It says, In classified Greek, where we find the word cosmos, it originally implied two things— One was a harmonious order or arrangement, and secondly, the embellishment or an adornment. The second use of cosmos is twofold, for the inhabitants of the world and also for worldly affairs, a whole circle of worldly goods, endowments, riches, advantages, pleasures, and desires, which, though hollow and fleeting, stir our desire and seduce us from God, so that they are actually obstacles to the cause of Christ. As you can see, Watchman Nee really probed into this thing. Um, he, He is called the Prince of the Air, and we need to see that there is then an ordered system, the world which is governed from behind the scenes by a ruler who is Satan. Indeed, unless we look at the unseen powers behind the material things, we may readily be deceived. Watchman E goes on to say, what we have to ask ourselves is the motive that activates us in relationship to these things. That's important, really. So um, it involves such things as politics, education, literature, science, art, law, commerce, and music. And the same thing applies to the arts. In other words, Anything that's not of God is of the world, and we have a choice to make. Are we going to follow God or the world? I encourage you to purchase this book because we're just touching on it lightly. We want to turn to the scriptures. There are countless numbers of verses that we're going to read. It all describes the world. I want to begin with Galatians chapter 6, verse 14. But may it never be that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And you know, Junie, I wonder why 
uh, Paul the Apostle, the, be- the greatest apostle that ever lived, why would he say he's been crucified to, the, to him and he to the world? Because he knew what was in the world and the dangers if we followed the world's menta- mentality. And the same is true for all believers today. And to see how Paul was saved, Shelley, on the road to Damascus, and when the Lord spoke to him, and he saw a great light, he asked, Who art thou, Lord? And I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. And his sight was taken from him. And he was in that condition until the Lord sent a servant to pray for Paul to restore his sight. Point being, he had a new sight. He was given a new heart. The world was taken out of his heart, Shelley, and he began to see with new eyes. And that's what each one of us really needs to have happen to us that we might be guided by the Holy One of Israel, Jesus himself, Yeshua, in everyday life to know the master behind what we think, what we feel, and what we do, how we live, that we might be overcomers in this day and age. That's right. So Paul's only boasting was in the cross of our Lord. And June, I remember the first um, Yom Kippur that we we were we celebrated as a believer. We were with German believers, and we all went to a room to see if the Lord would speak to us. And I clearly they were celibate brothers. Shall that's I? right. And I really believe I heard the voice of the Lord say to me, "I have not called you to a new career, but to a new way of life." And that's so huge, Shelley, because. You were an executive vice president in the world. And when we come to the Lord and he calls us into his service, we don't realize how much of self or wanting a name or wanting a ministry or wanting whatever it is that's in our own heart versus, Lord, I give you my life. Show me what you want of me. That's right. It's a new way of life. And Shelley, when he called us, he spoke to you, and we went to live at a Christian community, which Arthur Katz started. It was a ministry and a community, but you became a servant to everyone there. You you went and got the milk or went shopping. That's right. I was a milk monitor. <laughs> That's exactly right. The point being, from an executive vice president of a stock brokerage firm in the world and a branch manager, you went to a total servant, which you didn't resent. And God took care of us, and God showed us another way of life. It's another culture. And the cross is something that brings us into 
God's resurrected life with which lives right. in every born again Hallelujah. believer. We must embrace the cross. Okay, that Amen. was Galatians six fourteen. I'm going to read John seventeen verse nine. This is Jesus, the words of Jesus. I pray for them, them being the disciples. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. So Jesus' prayers were centered on the people that were becoming believers. And the reason why, Shelley, is from what you read in Watchman Nee's book, that the evil one tries to seduce us and give us motives to follow him. That's right. And it's important, Junie, and I hope it comes out clearly. If we don't see what's going behind the scenes in the world, we could easily be deceived. And, you know, I remember before we were believers, the world, it's a fun place. But what's the origin of things? It's not what is good or bad. What's the origin? Where did it come from? Uh, Let's continue on looking at scriptures. John 15, 15. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. I'm sorry, it's 1518. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. That's powerful. Let's go on. Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. What is this saying? Don't seek the things that are in the world. Seek those things that are above in heaven. And we have to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. It's our lives, Shelley. Yes. Moment by moment to be aware of the motive behind our whole life. And the greatest gift that God has given us is love. And when we do anything... If it's not out of the love of God, we need to cry out and ask the Lord to change our heart. Amen. So you mentioned love, Junie, which is, of course, it says God is love. I think along with that goes the issue of faith, which leads me to the next, the next few verses that I read. 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Okay, so if we're born of God, we have the ability to overcome the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? June, these are such clear words, powerful words, that the only way we can overcome the seductive nature of the world and Satan's attempt to uh, employ, seduce, us. seduce us is through the faith, knowing that Jesus is the Son of God, the exact image of God. And through love and faith, we could be overcomers and then go into the world to speak about this newfound faith. And, you know, Shelley, I just went blank, so go right. on. <laughs> All right. Tell me when you come out of that blindness. <laughs> 1 John 5.19, we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Let me repeat that. We must understand this, that the world is not some playground for all of us to enjoy ourselves. 
1 John 5.19, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. June, what a verse that is. And I just remembered (laughs) that Jesus came to earth to show us another culture. Yes, Another way of living. He always did those things that pleased the Father. And we have the resurrected Lord living in us when we're born again. And he can show us to do those things that please the Father. And it's not a religious thing. Yes, But Lord. it's a way of life. And sometimes, I know you have things you could share. He surprised me by asking me to do something that I would have thought wouldn't be pleasing to the Father, but he sees the motive of another person that he wants to reach, and he will do anything to see a soul with him. Thank you. Let me repeat what that verse was. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Thank oh, you, mighty God, you're so good. Thank you, You have Lord. provided a way for us not to be seduced by the evils of the world. Amen. Let us see the world the way you see the world. Please. And let us be cleansed from the temptations of the world and say that I am alive to serve the Lord Jesus. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.